0: So Carlos has been saying he wants an episode on skill points, to which I responded, "Oh, I think we could do a really fun episode on skill trees." And Carlos said, "Nah, skill points." <laughs> Car- Carlos, what do you have to say about skill points? Where I, that where you're not going to let me talk about skill trees? Okay, so
1: I think we're kind of starting to get into we've already talked about player progression i think in a lot of different ways but i think we're starting to like tickle upon the idea of really diving into like character slash player progression and i think that skill points are a huge category in themselves like the history of skill points how they're implemented like the various ways like you know focus skill points like versus universal skill points versus like just equipment slash upgrades that are just left around in the level for you to find or or what have you i think there's a huge swath of things to explore and talk about in in skill points and that's why i am advocating for like skill points getting their own episode skill trees getting their own episode and i think it's great that you're like really into the skill tree side and i Don't know if you're just like, yeah, whatever the fuck. It's all just, like, one thing. They gotta be talked about together. But I think it's more of, like, three parts, right? You have the character, the points, and the tree. And to me, the character is kind of like the umbrella in which the points and the tree sit under. So it's worthwhile having, like, a good big chat about skill points and exploring that a good big chat about skill trees and exploring the different varieties of that be it the super simple like linear progression upgrades of you know various action oriented games with rpg elements to the wildly complex web of skill points in action rpgs such as path of exile And then maybe also, you know, talking about the sort of middle ground and or different interpretations of that, like Halo Infinite having kind of these four tracks for you to upgrade, but then spending universal skill points to get one of four upgrades, right? Spider-Man, you know, has a bunch of universal skill point tokens, but there are like different tech trees for him to go in. Avengers has this like whole different thing where you got like multiple different fighting moves, skill trees, like <laughs> also like again the history of them, like figuring out like how did we get to this point, like even what what's the breadth of skill trees and how did we get here? And not everything needs to be a history lesson, but I think that's just inherently what we learn as we're trying to find reference to how these things are the way they are.
0: It's interesting that skill trees are as common as they are. You know, they they're much more ubiquitous now than they were, let's say, fifteen years ago. You know, I and. I, I almost expect that games are going to have skill trees and like even like tower defense games like you I don't think you would have seen a tower defense game 15 years ago with a skill tree and now it's just like what do you mean it doesn't have a skill tree like
1: yeah skill tree slash RPG elements have become like comedy within the movie theater industry the movie entertainment industry in that it has kind of sprinkled throughout everything. It's transcended being just part of a specific genre or a specific genre itself. Yeah. Like Skill Trees used to be very not exclusively, but it was like mostly associated with D style games like Baldur's Gate, you know, actual D D itself and the D games that would come out on like Xbox and uh, Dragon Age, like these very RPG focused games were the things that had these like skill trees and stuff. And at some point, the big budget titles that were now shooters and other types of games, like racing games potentially, they started getting the skill trees and skill points. They started introducing this concept to different genres. So rather than having just like the comedy genre, now we have an action movie action comedy uh you know rush hour comes out and then like 10 years after rush hour we have iron man which is like a bunch of action but iron man can't stop cracking jokes or being like a sarcastic wise ass so oh we're like kind of you know we're giving a chuckle throughout the movie but it's not a comedy and here we are like i'm master chief i'm shooting the fuck out of all these you know aliens and now suddenly I have a skill point and I need to put a skill point into my character to make him stronger and I think the thing there and maybe you know this is to explore more in an actual like full length skill point episode but with the skill points and I I don't know how how true this is I'm just kind of thinking more of like halo I feel like within with in genres that are not like the RPG genre there has to be some sort of practical reason for these skill points to be present. Like with, with Halo, there, there are Spartan cores is what they call them, which is like just some sort of disc that master chief picks up off of a dead Spartan uh armor and then puts it onto his own armor. So he's like getting another battery or another CPU on his armor, essentially. And that's, what's leveling you up. Whereas in a, say a dragon age or a path of exile, it's very acknowledged that you are just absorbing essence. Like, whatever the XP is, they either acknowledge it as just experience points or as some sort of, like, ethereal essence. And it's much more, like... It's much more reliant on the magic circle of, like, yeah, whatever, like, I'm just a character. Let me just pour all these numbers into a person. Whereas, like, the more simplified version of that the rpg element as opposed to the rpg is like hey you've beat up enough guys to spend a spider-man coin or like again with master chief like you've made it to this piece of armor now put this piece of armor on your armor it's not like i would say it's not like old god of war where a bunch of red orbs would come out and after killing an enemy and then Kratos would walk over them. And suddenly you just had a bunch of blood to XP to spend on Kratos. It's now much more that Kratos has reached this like specific chest and he's opened it and it's given him a rune of upgrade and the upgrade now lets him do a new move because he put a rune on himself or some shit.
0: Yeah. Skill points kind of have two functions. Um, you know, one is that it's incentivizing you to keep playing the game, right? It's like, oh, look, you've done so well. You gained another level. Here's a treat. You know, here's a here's something that you can apply however you want. You know, you have some room of agency even for, like, restricted skill points. And the other is that it's it allows the game to become tougher, right? It allows the game to challenge you more because now you're a more competent player and you have skills that you didn't have when you were first starting out. Uh, so... That you're not you're not hit over the head with this like insane challenge. You know you're able you're you can, uh, and you can grind a little bit to be, make your character stronger before entering like the next boss fight. Let's say you know you can kind of farm for skill points, and I think that's one of the reasons they've they've entered more types of games beyond RPGs. You know it allows for a certain kind of longevity. Uh, you know like PS2 Spider Man you know didn't have. A skill tree and ps4 does and you it gives you a, yet another reason to continue playing that game and there's tangible progress that you can be making as you're applying your skill points you know you're unlocking new move sets you're f- becoming faster you know all of those things you're increasing health but if you wreck your if you wreck your skill tree right like like with mario and rabbits right i think i must have like just totally tanked my skill tree I, Like had a terrible strategy i didn't look up what i should be doing and i got to a point where like the game is not like really passable, you know, like I'd have to continue to farm lower levels in order to be able to beat the game or maybe start a new game now that I understand the mecha- like the overall mechanics and what I should be, you know, looking for. Okay. So with skill points, I like skill points. Like I, let me zoom out to say that I
1: like skill trees. No, let me zoom out to say that I like the RPG elements in other games. Like one of the things that kept me playing Forza Horizon 4 After not caring about racing games since, I want to say, Need for Speed Most Wanted on like GameCube. Burnout Paradise. Oh, that's right. Oh, that beautiful gem. Yes. The last two great racing games for me were Burnout Paradise and Need for Speed Most Wanted on GameCube. Forza Horizon 4. Had car, I called it a car PG jokingly because suddenly there was a whole fucking skill. They called it a, a skill tree, certainly, or it's like a skill grid, but it almost is a tree in that, like, there's a grid, four, four squares by four squares, right? The only skill you have unlocked is in the bottom left. Once you buy this skill, it unlocks any skills it's touching to the top, down, left, or right of it. From there, you need to upgrade one tile at a time and you can either like go and try to cleanly fill out your board as you expand or you can just like say oh i'm gonna go directly up and just keep upgrading you know these tiles upward and branch out that way it's like it's cool that's uh, not just for unlocking all that shit but, like, that is a major part of why I continued to play the game. Like, each new car I got that I was like, oh, actually, this, like, feels good to drive, and it's making me win a lot of races. I'm going to, like, dump a lot of points into this, unlock a bunch of skills. Now I have a new car, or or I'm like, I just used this car for a bunch of road races, and now I want to do a bunch of dirt races. Looks like I got to level up this car. And it's not that I have to level it up. Specifically with the... Let's say the skill tree, rather than the points. For the points themselves, I will just call out for Forza and Spider-Man on the PS2. Specifically Spider-Man 2. I don't remember what Spider-Man 1 did. I do not remember that game very much or very well. Uh, But with Spider-Man 2 and with Forza Horizon 4 and 5, they have a like an XP bar, and then when that XP bar hits a maximum, you will get one skill point. And I'm guessing this is also what Spider-Man on PS4 does, but I just wanted to kind of like highlight that and juxtapose it to what we've been talking about a lot so far, which has been just actual like points, a holistic one point to spend on an upgrade uh that gets delivered to us mostly through some sort of in game activity, like it is a pickup rather than this meter that we are building through performing like different things. And we kind of briefly touched on it with Crackdown, but I think even Crackdown, it doesn't give you skill points, it's like those, those, uh experience points that you're collecting are just building you to the next tier of your skill tree. There's like nothing for you to choose there, if I recall correctly. It was simply like you know, uh, I touched this orb that gave me green points for jumping, and now my jumping stat is
0: got enough points that now I can jump three stories high as opposed to two. It's progression and domain-specific progression rather than agency.
1: Yeah. Domain specific progression is a really good way to describe it.